Join us for a special breaking news edition of Aliens Explored as we discuss reports coming in of Peruvian miners being terrorised by seven-foot-tall, flying, face-eating aliens. Be prepared for some very strong views being very forcefully expressed. You might also want to consider signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash aliens explored for the very modest sum of £2 sterling per month to help us keep on doing what we're doing. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to this special breaking news episode of Aliens Explored, uh, where we're going to be talking about uh, these alleged attacks by aliens on Peruvian miners. I'm one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. Hi, Neil. Uh, So, diving straight into this. So, have you heard about this in the media, about these Um, aliens attacking miners? I've heard about something. It's not... not what you described. Um, it's something different. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so it's uh, what, what you said was this, this start attack by, by telling aliens listeners what I've miners. described. Okay. What you described is um, extraterrestrials attacking miners in Peru. Allegedly. What yes. I found in the media, allegedly attacking miners in in Peru. What I've read in the in the in recent news is of indigenous peoples or, or locals in this area of Peru being attacked by what they thought was extraterrestrials but mm-hmm. it's been blamed on illegal gold miners who were basically doing a scooby doo on them preying on their uh-huh. on their fears and their superstitions to frighten them away from their area of operation that apparently these these illegal gold miners they are involved with, I think this is a side hustle for the drugs cartels from various countries. And um, yeah, they're mining for gold and they want to keep people away from their operation. That That's what I've read. Okay, so you're straight in there with the debunking side of it. No, not with the debunking, it. it's just I've, I've heard a different story. I haven't heard of miners. I've tried to find it, but there's searching on you know, miners in Peru, UFOs. It just comes up with these these UFO attacks or these okay. these alien attacks on these local people and the police saying, 
we think it was that there are some there are criminal gangs operating illegal gold mines in the area we think that they did something there was talk about them flying around with jetpacks well let's 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 <laughs> i feel we're okay. getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here so for any of our listeners who aren't familiar with this story um so going back to the i believe it started at around the 11th of july this year so we're recording this 15th of august 2023 um so yeah so going back the 11th of july so this is some weeks ago now um this peruvian village where the the are mostly gold miners around this area um yeah. started being attacked by what were described as seven foot tall beings Mm -hmm. with enormous heads silver coloured and you're absolutely right flying yeah now the reports the the reports have been sporadic and um, kind of difficult to to quantify but the, the reports are saying that they keep turning up time and time again and attacking locals uh attempting to kidnap children uh mm-hmm. is is one um and certainly there are um there are photos of people with various wounds one claim in particular has said that uh these beings eat people's faces or have eaten people's faces uh, and there was one photograph in particular showing someone. Um, it, it, it's quite graphic. This, so apologies, uh, listeners, if you're having your um, your supper at the moment. But um, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I saw one photograph of someone who's a, a victim whose face had been removed. Mm. Now, it was suggested that perhaps piranhas could have done it, but there were straight lines around the edges of the skin. Um, it put me in mind of cattle mutilation, I have to say. I'll tell you what I looked up. I mean, I'm looking at a story which was in the English Daily Express, a newspaper which we know has a a complicated relationship with with the truth. <laughs> which said that yes these people have been attacked by extraterrestrials who the police are saying are probably illegal gold miners um this this is date this this is dated from saturday the 12th of august so just mm. a few days ago but english tabloids are very very often late coming to these kinds of news stories these are kind of timeless stories uh, and it references a daily mail um um, a piece that uh, well, the Daily Mail has an even more complicated relationship with the, with the truth. Um, now, these villagers believe in something called the the pelacaras, the face eaters. Yes, this is a. I, I don't know if it's um, they think they're extraterrestrial or extra dimensional beings or just beings out of folklore that eat faces. However, there is something in that region called the. The Staphylococcus bacteria, which is carried by the Leishmanic parasite, which is a, a single cell parasite, um, which is a, is a is a flesh eating parasite, mm. and there was a 
an article, well, there was a piece on the Peruvian UFOs and, and someone called um, um, Ben Hansen talking to News Nation on on Newsnight said that, that yes, there, there are these there are these parasites um, and it was an article about someone who was it was just a, a minor sand fly bite that got infected and basically he lost a cheek off, off his face and nearly died because obviously the infection spreads and starts attacking other organs so it's it's pretty horrific but um of course primitive peoples especially if they are people who haven't had much contact with civilization i I don't know if that's what they are i don't know if they're indigenous people or if they are simply people who live in a remote region but they're probably not too hot on biology and science and and actual bacteria parasites that that kind of thing but that is a there are well, many documented cases of people having their faces eaten off because you get bitten on the face. Yes, and, and indeed a the uh, Staphylococcus and... virus did the rounds in the UK um, some years ago as well. Uh, mm. It was one of the superbugs. Um, so the the photo I saw, mm. I can I can absolutely rule that out because we're not talking about someone who just lost a cheek. The the photograph I saw, the uh, the loss of flesh was right from the very top of the head. Um, mm. It extended both sides of the face, behind the ears, mm. um, down to below the jawline. And this person also, their, their eyes were missing as well. Mm. So eyes, ears, nose, mouth, all gone. Um, uh, but it was it was perfectly straight lines. Now, any any parasitic face-eating virus that's not going to leave straight lines is it i didn't see the straight lines i have to say i just saw this guy with a massive festering yellow scab on the side of his face and a hole Mm. in his cheek um oh this was this was down to basically uh, the person's skull it was like the the skull had been picked Mm. clean um except for a bit at the back but isn't that what would happen to you if you 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 encountered a, a flesh-eating parasitical bacteria somewhere where there wasn't adequate or any proper medical care, just local sort of quack cures, oh. old wives' tales, remedies, you know, potions that they mix up. Certainly, and, potentially, uh, but but it wouldn't leave straight lines. The, the edges of the flesh would be more ragged. There'd be more of a transition rather than a surgical delineation has someone tried to cut it out well potentially so, so, um so but, actually putting um you know try, try to remove the the bit that's eat, being eaten trying to remove the thing that's eating it it could also be a doctored photograph um it could also be a doctored photograph yeah. that out even. Mm. Um, so yeah there's there's that but that's just one one aspect of this, there are photographs uh, of these flying entities, let's call them, mm-hmm. uh, without knowing what they are. And so this idea that, that it's, it's it's basically it's it's local mafia types, it's local mobsters. Mm. In fact, they're not even local. They're from all over. They, they um, the police were saying they've been kicked out of places like Colombia, Mexico, um, 
there are elements of the FARC, the FARC, the left-wing um, guerrilla group in Colombia. Displaced gangsters. That's, Displaced uh, gangsters, revolutionaries, whatever, but, but basically involved in criminal activity, which they wanted. But of course, we've, we've got two different stories about it. You've got a story about miners being attacked. Um, I've got a story about miners being blamed for attacks on people who live near the mine. Well, the people it, it, who live near conf- the mine who have been attacked do work in the mine. Uh, and that's the... The the claim, isn't it, that these gangsters have come along trying to frighten everyone away from the gold mines so they can go in and get the mm. gold themselves. Well, yeah, you wouldn't do that if you wanted them to work in your gold mine, would you? Oh, so no, that, but you don't want them to that's... work in the gold mine. You want to get the gold yourself rather than it going into other people's hands. I mean... Elon Musk got rich because his family owned an emerald mine, but I doubt if he ever went yes. down there himself looking for emeralds. No, no, but <laughs> you, know, you um, get other people to do it for for low wages. Whilst, whilst this was under apartheid South Africa, um, hmm. it was perhaps slightly more legitimate than, and perhaps only slightly uh, more legitimate than uh, what these cartels are doing, but or, or certainly more government sanctioned we have definitely seen photos though of like i say of these entities i want to come back on this because um it's hard to determine a color so yeah i can get a silver jumpsuit um a helmet you know making it look like they've got enormous heads seven foot tall that's a bit more um far-reaching and flying it does look like they're wearing some sort of backpack but we're talking about we're talking about really advanced jetpack technology that i mean jetpacks jetpacks exist there's no two ways about them but they are huge pieces of kit they're they're pretty much they're vehicles that you strap yourself into not just like you don't slip it on like a backpack um Mm that technology does not exist to do that i know when we were kids neil yeah it was all by the you know 2020s we'd all be flying around in our jetpacks but that that just that image whilst jetpacks exist that the idea of a backpack sized jetpack that's still science fiction what what about these packs it's not actually a jet it's um it's like a long flexible tube which you use on water it'll lift you out of water on basically on a column of water yes were they near a lake could it have been something like that that's a far more accessible kind of flying technology it's overland those uh that that technology you're talking about you are still connected to via a huge hose um Mm. for the, the the water to be yeah, um, pumping and creating that thrust, and also, yeah, this was over land, um, and there was no streams of water. There was no jets of water coming out. Um, the the photo, the photo is pretty clear. It's like someone's just wearing a rucksack. Mm. It's that kind of size, which, like I say, that technology, unless, unless these cartels have got hold of some, I'll say, reverse engineered alien technology. <laughs> Got to throw that one out there. Mm. Um, 
yeah, the, it's just it's not technology that's available certainly in the public. No. Um, what other explanations could there be? I mean, I'm looking at the the, the seven foot tall claim, where that came from. Um, I know that the indigenous peoples in remote regions of of Latin America tend to be quite small by European mm-hmm. standards or by the standards of urban dwellers in Latin America. So they would, you know, if if someone is from Medellin or Mexico City or somewhere like that, who's grown up in a, in a, a fairly affluent, you know, the, the, the kind of, um, they've grown up in the same kind of environment as, as us, you know, mm-hmm. urban, suburban environment, they will be considerably taller than someone who's grown up in the jungle hunting and gathering or doing very, very low-level subsistence farming. Um, would that be whether, you know, they're obviously they're much taller. It's, it's like if you or I encountered a Dutchman, you know, Dutch, the <laughs> Dutch are famously the tallest people on the planet. I have a theory about that, but um, oh, largely it's down to nutrition. And I'm, um, and I'm if, happy to dismiss that seven foot tall as just simply, yeah, it's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of perspective. Hard to gauge. Um, someone who um, probably was taller than they're used to seeing. Hmm. Um, do, do they use the metrics? They use a the metric system in Latin I, America, don't they? So they I wouldn't have said know. seven foot tall. They might have said something else. Yeah. I know, no, I know um, when these things are reported in the media, they get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would they they convert yeah they'd convert it okay. yes yeah especially so, um, for uh, reasons yeah. of the daily express and the daily mail who are who are very closely wedded to imperial measures they don't want any of this european <laughs> metric stuff they want feet and inches and imperial measurements you know so that's why yeah but seven foot tall yeah um, yes. The jetpacks is a, how they how they got that to fly. Was it a real person? They they said that these people were impervious to their weapons, although it didn't really specify what their weapons were. Were they are they actual firearms? A I'm guns, assuming yes. they are. They're actual they actual fired bullets at them. They and fired the bullets, bullets. Had no effect. Okay. They they were also described to have been armoured rather like and and this is the description that I've read uh, like the Green Goblin out the Spider-Man movies Hmm. so body armour yeah body armour exists and there with that that could also you know obviously it can be any colour so silver coloured no problem with that large heads helmets yeah the flying e- even one. with, the flying with body armor, I, I wouldn't be happy about flying at low level over someone who's going to be firing a gun at me. You know, body armor doesn't cover every inch of your body. No, and even and, you know, and even with body armor, it's going to hurt. Get shot in the bollocks you know, from someone <laughs> underneath you. That's that's really gonna that's really gonna smart. Or if they hit your fuel tank or something. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, where are these? Where are these cartels getting these really advanced jetpacks from? Then, um, it's hard to say. I'm so I'm looking at this picture. So it's believed mm-hmm. the gold miners were using jetpacks, but. Mm-hmm. 
honestly as you say it just looks like a, a small pack yeah like a, a rucksack. small rucksack but I can't see what's what's on the, there's something on this person's feet as well there's something Could attached be large platform boots it looks to me like yeah hmm but I don't know what that's what that's no. for. They're wearing what looks like a, a motorcycle crash helmet. Yeah. Um, it's the same shape as a motorcycle crash helmet. The, the suit looks yeah. fairly skin tight. Mm-hmm. I can't actually... But if it's skin it... tight, that's not going to be bulletproof. No. To be bulletproof, it has to basically slow down the bullet. Well, so needs... there has to be distance between the skin and the impact point hmm I mean when people wear Kevlar I mean I know you can wear but don't you wear some sort of plate metal underneath it as well they do I mean have you seen how I mean you've you've been in the army so you presumably yeah. will have done but how no thick I didn't, is we that? didn't have that sort of thing oh right we, okay we had um, <laughs> we, uh, soldiers going to Northern Ireland would have something called a flak jacket which mm-hmm. was would stop shrapnel. Um, it would be familiar to Americans who'd served in Vietnam, but it's really not bulletproof. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure when Kevlar really came into came into being. Really came into general I use. Think the '60s was it as early as it's that? Been ar- it's been around a long time. Yeah, Kevlar. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's. Um, but even so, I mean, this this photo that I'm looking at a picture of a, a, a young woman or a, a girl holding yep. up a, a smartphone with a picture yep. of this jet taken in profile, as if taken on the same level as this as this jetpack. So they were stood up somewhere, and this guy flew past. That could have been taken on w- an angle. I'm looking at the same photo. Could have been taken. It, uh, on what an I've got is a profile. That. I've got a side-on view taken from pretty much level with the yeah the pilot. And it's angled head forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah angled head forward. Yeah. But perfect side of the the person taking the picture was at somewhere. Yeah, they're not taking a picture of someone up in the sky, unless that guy has turned sideways and is flying around in a in a in a tight bank. And they're taking it from yeah, below. But, or they're just not at that much of a height. Yeah, They're really not that There's much a of a height. You know, possibilities. But, but if they're attacking people, they wouldn't be at a great height. Mm. I, so, I don't know. I mean, I, I, obviously I'm the story is... My gone. jury's out on this. Um, This is a... a, a for me, it's a, it's a garbled story. That's coming there. They're mm-hmm. conflicting accounts about what it was, who was involved, whether it was the miners being attacked or whether it was the miners attacking someone else or whether these people work for in the mines or the miners are trying to drive them away, whether these people things were actually seven foot tall or not, whether they were jetpacks or, or not, whether it's you know, could you could you put up a dummy on a on a some sort of a lightweight dummy, make it look like a person flying through the sky, that would be yeah, on a drone. You could, but the reports are coming out that these are attacking people. It didn't say actually how they're. I mean, it said they It didn't actually say what the nature of the attack was, what they did, apart from that these are these these are face-eating aliens. I, 
Did they actually land okay, and bite so someone's face off? One report says the illegal miners attempted to kidnap a 15-year-old girl on July 29th. The teenager mm-hmm. reportedly sustained cuts to her neck and other injuries during the attempted kidnapping. And mm-hmm. another man was also reported to have been wounded in the head by the aliens. So the, the aliens or the kidnappers? Well, same thing. I would say very different things. I mean, well, I can see the, how someone the, these, holds... These entities, whatever they are. That's, hmm. why, that's why I did inverted commas for aliens. I mean, if someone... Alleged Someone ba- basically holds a knife out to you and says, get in the van, um, or grabs hold of you and says, get in the van, and holds a knife to your throat, and you manage to struggle free, yeah, you probably sustained a few... At least minor wounds, <coughs> if not, no, these, if not these lethal wounds. Entities who have hmm. attempted to kidnap a girl failed. I don't know why they failed, but they failed. But she got wounded in the process, and these same beings, whether they're gangsters or hmm. aliens or whatever, um, have wounded a chap to the head. I mean, the attack doesn't make sense apart from just trying to frighten and intimidate people. That would definitely be a motivation. Um, and I can, I can... Here's the thing. I can get on board with this explanation of, yeah, it's this, this these local gangsters. Well, not local, but, you know, operating hmm. locally. Um, the, these gangsters who want to frighten the miners away... I, I can get on board with all of that, except for the flying part. Hmm. That jetpacks are not that small. No. But I think mm. it's more likely that, that there's been some invention in this. I mean, if, if I was a gangster and I was going to commit a... I was going to kidnap a young woman, I'd say someone, one of my henchmen said, well, we, we'll need to buy some jetpacks so we can swoop in and grab her. I think, you're an idiot. We just the, need a van. Bundle her into the back of the van. This is not just one... This is not, so, so the claim about the gangsters is that because this is a series of visitations from these entities I'm, I'm i'm trying to use as broad a phrase as i can because we don't know what they are yet mm. um but yeah it's not just a one-off they came in to try and kidnap no this is like day after day after day they're turning up they're scaring the bejesus out of people um they're terrifying the locals but day after day after day not not just a one-off they turned up and tried to kidnap a girl this is a coordinated it, it it is a coordinated terror attack. Mm. Um, repeatedly over weeks. Um, so yeah, trying to kidnap so Do you know what? It, <laughs> failing to kidnap a girl could also be part of that because it's it's easier if you want to instill terror to try and kidnap someone. That way, if you if you've not succeeded, you don't have to worry about the person you've kidnapped. Because what you're going to do with them then? It's more terrifying to attempt to kidnap someone and not succeed. Because then you wonder, oh, oh they're going to try and kidnap next. Well, uh, obviously they're they're not going to kidnap people for ransom because these people have probably got no, no. money, or <laughs> well, certainly not compared to what 
the kidnappers no, exactly. have. So, so, um, so it's going to be it's to not in their interest to succeed. Well, I would say it was. Yeah, we're going to kidnap your daughter. Sure, we can do it. I know where your daughter lives. Nobody goes. We've we've got her. Do you tell everyone to stay away from this area? And you tell them you've seen seven foot flying, seven foot flying aliens. What was it? Was it called the um, the Pelicaras? You've seen the Pelicaras who eat your face. Here's mm-hmm. the thing um, on the whole sort of Scooby Doo thing that presumably um, they can. These people are superstitious. They they believe in demons or devils That's or quite whatever. an assumption the but go on uh, well they, they 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 have this mythology about the pelicara who comes and eats your face mm-hmm. um and that's based on they're yeah, probably based on a lack of understanding of science and parasites etc what i'm wondering is if people are more superstitious presumably it's easier to frighten them you play on their superstitions and that made me think so when religious people watch a horror film where there's a demon or the actual Satan, is it much more terrifying for them because they actually believe that that's a real thing? And what they're seeing is they're, they're seeing something depicted which they actually believe could happen. I'm sure we've got some religious um, <laughs> listeners who would be able to clue us in on that a little bit. I'm, I'm oh. going to attempt to weigh in on this one myself. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I think you're... For, for for one thing, I think you're making a big assumption by assuming that these miners are superstitious. Um, huh. Yes, but you know they've they've got folklore. Yeah, but mm. we've got folklore in the, in this country about all kinds of things. Doesn't mean to say that everyone believes it. But there's a difference um, between folklore and superstition, isn't there? That is that. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, it said yeah they. they this all right. I'm quoting from the Daily Mail here. Um, I never thought I'd say those words. A, a report from the Daily Mail. Well, th- this is the Daily Express quoting a new report from the Daily Mail. So you know, mm-hmm. there's a double level of. of well, they work hand of, in hand, don't they? Yeah, the, <laughs> those of, two of, publications. Um, yeah, uh, but of, of untruths. But reveals that what the villagers thought were the Pelicaras the face eaters were actually members of an illegal gold mining syndicate. So their 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 go to yeah. was Yeah, we've seen these we've seen these creatures, we think it's the Pelicaras because they actually believe in that. In well, the same way that someone watching we, a horror have, film, watching The Exorcist, who actually no. believes that Satan is not a metaphor, he is actually a real no. living we, demon. We have, um that's gonna be much more no, terrifying we, for you, isn't it? We in this country have folklore and mythology about wicked witches flying on their broomsticks with their hooked yeah. noses and green skin and pointy hats. That's yeah. our mythology. That's our folklore. Doesn't mean to say that everyone goes around believing it. However, if someone was to suddenly get terrorised by a woman with a hooked nose flying on a broomstick, they're going to say we were attacked by witches. They That's would, what yeah. they would say. But... but it doesn't mean to say yeah, that you've that got, person yeah. who that has happened to is particularly superstitious. Now, I'm, I'm going to also draw on a point, so going back to what you were saying earlier about all this, um, so to address that, one, yeah, you've you've assumed that they're superstitious. I wouldn't jump to mm. that myself. Um, secondly, I think you're confusing superstitious with gullible, because that's you can be superstitious without being gullible. Um, there's a fine line there that I'm going to argue. 
Well, uh, it's a, it's a superstition be... in this country that it is unlucky to walk under ladders. And the reason that comes about is because things can drop on you from a height when you walk under ladders. And yes, that is pretty unlucky. Yeah, um, all right. You, you can you can rationalise that one. What, what I'm talking about is the difference between someone who sees a witch flying on a broomstick, and because they don't believe in such things, they're looking for the drone that's holding. Yeah, it's, it's obviously a model or something. Someone's got a drone up there. They're flying, and I, I've seen it done. I've seen a YouTube video where someone's mm-hmm. created this very lightweight looking witch, which can be supported by a drone and fly around and terrorise yeah. people. Um, and at the other extreme, you've got someone who experiences a run of bad luck a crop failure, an accident, or mm-hmm. something like that, and they start looking for a witch to blame. That they've, they've, mm-hmm. A witch has cursed them. So I think we're, in terms of this superstition, we're nearing this kind of thing. You know, Someone's face starts falling apart. It's a, it's a demon called the Pelicara. It's not, you know, the, it's, it's not a parasite. Well, if something Or, or if it is a parasite, face, it, it is a face there. eater. <laughs> yeah, it was it was put there by a supernatural being. Yeah, they believe that these these creatures mm. live in in the woods, and um, I I think it's easy just to dismiss. Oh, these locals with their superstitions, but I I tend to find there's often more to it uh, than something as simple as there's that. more to it. But if someone believes in these things, then it's more easy to I would think frighten them with that. I'd be interested to know do do religious people watch horror films or is it yes, too much of course for them? they do no so, some do but, some do, but does it and does it <laughs> frighten them more does it does the the horror of it stay with them longer because I, one thing I, I remember an incident when i was a kid when i was about 15 or something and i had a friend who he used to live near me then he moved away but occasionally we would we would go and stay i'd go and stay with him he'd come and stay with me and he was at my house and um I knew his family were more religious than mine. I mean, they they said grace at table and that sort of thing. They went to church mm-hmm. every Sunday. I didn't realise quite how religious they were. And um, we just happened to see that on television there was an advert for a, a horror film that was going to be on late that night. Quite an old film, but um, about a, a demonic being, a, an, an evil presence. This woman being terrorised by an evil presence. And I just said to my mum, fully expected that the answer would be no, can we stay up and watch that? And of course, she said no. And this guy, Mark, my friend at the time, turned round and he said, "Well, I don't want to watch it anywhere. They, they shouldn't be putting things like that on television because evil spirits are a real thing. Evil presences are a real thing, and they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be." He, he was he was actually quite angry, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Wow!" Oh, and yeah, so there must be people who see. They you know, watch a movie on Netflix and it's about someone possessed by a demon. They say, "No, you shouldn't be making films about this kind of thing because this is real," and I yes, believe it. You'll, you'll get you'll get non-religious people who who will say the same thing. But th- that's the point to address your question: Do religious people react differently towards these? Well, that implies all religious people will react the same way. No, no, some religious no religious, people, but, but it's a the, spectrum, the, and you yeah, get and every the, shade of grey in that spectrum. So the, the, the question I'm asking is that the degree to which you believe in the supernatural, um, I, I would think it's going to proportionately affect your 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 fear when confronted with with it. It it will some people, it won't others, and you'll get every variation between depending on the individual. I mean, I consider myself not to be religious at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I can watch a horror film and suspend disbelief and just get involved in it and be frightened mm. by it. Obviously, once the film's over, that's it. Phew, that was fun. That was it. Yeah, it's yeah. like a roller coaster ride. Yeah. You get the adrenaline rush. Um, in- but yeah, it doesn't stick with me. I don't think, oh, they shouldn't be making this kind of thing because you know, this kind of thing is really real and it really happens no. to people. But you know, reactions to these things are going to vary depending on the individual and whether they're thou- religious or not, I don't think comes into it. Thousands of people, I've heard an estimate of something like 25,000 people globally a year are killed um, either in in exorcisms or um, mm-hmm. people trying to beat a demon. They're believed to be either, either demonically possessed or a witch and the action that's taken against them kills them thousands of people every year. And it's not just in you know, remote corners of Latin America and Asia and Africa. It, it's in Europe, in, in Britain, yeah. in the USA. It happens. Yeah. It does. People believe this stuff. But we've gone way, way, way off the topic, and this was just going to be a quick 10-minute video. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll end this one there. But listeners, tell us what you... It, it sounds like... Well, for me... That's what I want to do. I wanted to. I wanted to summarize this quite a while ago. Uh, so yeah, for me, <laughs> my jury is completely out on this. Like I say, I can dismiss the whole thing as as yeah, gangsters, except for this flying thing with the jetpacks. That that doesn't make sense to me. Quick summary. Very quick summary, Neil. Okay, what I think we've got, we've got garbled accounts. We've obviously read different stories. It's it's obviously somebody. I imagine it's referring to the same incident, but with mm-hmm. with completely different takes on it. I'm not convinced by that photo of the the creature with the jetpack because of the angle it was taken, apparently from the same level as them. So either very very low flying, or the person who took the picture was standing up very very high. Um, yeah, I think it's a garbled story. I don't. And the sources I've read, I mean, we're talking the Daily Express, the Daily Mail. Let's not give them too much credence. They, they, they will run with anything they think will entertain their readers without much regard for the verity of it. They're the only people who've picked up the story here in the UK. Which globally, is significant. To me, that globally, speaks volumes. the story is being put about from multiple different but angles. Has it, but from similar kinds of newspapers, tabloids no. who really... No. Aren't really very reliable. No, <laughs> not okay. just that. It, globally, yeah. Um, okay, so so who do you think is so summarise? Who who do you think is behind it? Who or what? Um, I think possibly criminals operating in the area did something to to frighten the villagers. I think um, they they don't understand what causes people's faces to fall off in that part of the world. Or even yeah, if they believe it's one thing, they, it's going to be very difficult to convince them of something else. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a garbled story. It's, mm. it's hard to know what to make of it. And the sources okay. that I've seen it, the only place I've seen it reported are notoriously unreliable. I mean, are they going to sue me for this? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, certainly the, the Daily Mail, uh, Wikipedia orders all articles that were that originates from the Daily Mail to be removed because of its its um, complicated relationship with the truth and yeah. the Daily Express is no better. No, that's very true. 
Okay, well, let us know what you think, uh, listeners, of this particular story. Are there aspects to it that were missing that lend it credibility or even blow it completely out of the water? Uh, we'll be we'll be following the story as it develops uh, as m- as best we can uh, here with our limited <laughs> sources here hmm. in the UK. Um, but do let us know what you think. You can uh, contact us via the usual means. You can email us aliensexplored at gmail.com. You can contact us on Facebook, on Twitter by searching Aliens Explored. Or if you're one of our Patreon members, then you get exclusive access to our Discord server uh, where you can talk about it there as well. Um, Yeah. Uh, In the meantime, until our next episode, whatever that might be, because whenever this goes out... Uh, keep watching those skies. Take care for now. Catch you next time. Bye bye.